Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. everyone welcome to the sega lounge um i'm casey i'm here with two awesome people well i mean they're okay so we have (laughs) (laughs) we have uh from radio sega dr scott dick hello 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 how are you it's been a long time since i've been on the sega lounge um I, i can't believe you finally let me back i thought i was banned for life no, 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 no. I think we, we removed the the ad the advert uh, outside. This person is not allowed in here. But yeah, you know, because of you know, we're, we're good people. We're accepting yes. of, of people that are weird and. Oh, thank you. Not saying you're weird, but you know, maybe you are. Love you. Um, thank you, though, for coming uh, on the show. It, it, last time you were on the show was the June. The that would be nice. The, the other the one, Johnny, the, the other one, the Johnny Duelli interview, right? Yes, like, back in like twenty sixteen, I think. Five years ago already. Something really? like that. God, we're old. Okay. No, well, you I mean, are. Speak I mean, for yourself. I am. Yes, yes, I am. I know you're not. I know you're not. You're just a, a little boy. Okay. Anyway, we have. Uh, also, another awesome, brilliant person, Mr. Jamie. Hello, Jamie from Sonic. Another Kingstone. awesome, brilliant person. I, <laughs> I think that's the most complimentary intro I've ever received. <laughs> I'm doing very well. Um, it's I've just realised that it's, I've been hiding from a lot of Sonic stuff for a long time. But you, you, as soon as you mentioned Sonic Colors, I was like, this is my time to, <laughs> this is my time to, to, to put my voice out again. You can't hide from Sonic forever. Exactly. Sonic we really don't get fine. games often, so we have to really take advantage of when Sega do put out something. So. Yes. <laughs> so, by the way, very, very quickly, uh, you're now, since we last spoke, you're now in charge of Sonic Cage Dome, which that is, is correct, big, yeah. Right. How is that going? Go along. It mainly lives in a social media space, which I'm totally fine with because we're in the age of the influencer. So, why not <laughs> and embrace that? But yeah, no, Sonic Cage Dome's uh, tootling along fine. And uh, got the Opinion Zone as well, which now lives with Sonic Cage Dome. Uh, also once a part of Radio Sega. So it's all coming full circle. Exactly, uh, exactly. We're all one big happy family. Yeah. Here. Yes. Uh, and so guys, thank you very much for, for coming on the show and, and uh, taking this time to talk about Sonic Colors Ultimate. The plan with, or my plan at least with Sonic Colors Ultimate, was to maybe talk about it closer to the release date. But then I realized um, I didn't really want it to do that. <laughs> After playing that. the game, I wanted to take some more time uh, and mature my ideas, and and um, you know, take some more more time with with the game and think about it a little bit longer. Um, at least you, Scott. I know you reviewed the the game with uh, Green Viperate for Radio Sega. So you, your opinion, uh, or your opinions on the game are well known on the interwebs. If people want to find them, 
right? They are, they are. Just head over to the Radio Sega YouTube channel and you can see and hear my thoughts and Green Viper's thoughts on the game. Um, so I'll try to keep things brief on here, but if my opinion has changed somewhat since then, I'll be sure to let you know. Yes, yes, we'd like that very much. Um, and um, yeah, uh, the idea here is to not review the game so that you can find reviews online. And just it's just to share our thoughts, our opinions, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. But first, I thought we should talk a little bit about our experiences with the original game. Uh, so, Scott, why don't you start? Okay. What's your history with Sonic Colors Wii version? Or I, said, version? I said this on a YouTube video, so I'll be very, very quick. Back in 2010, I was only a 12-year-old little boy, and I really wanted Sonic oh. Colors, but I didn't have it. And my mum's friend from England was coming over to Australia for holiday, and she asked me, uh, do you want him to bring you anything from England? And just on a whim, I said Sonic Colors, because why not? Uh, and then he arrived in Australia, came into my room, had something behind his back, threw it at me, and lo and it behold, was knife. it oh. was a knife so. and Sonic Colors. So... Apart from the fact that I was bleeding uh, profusely and slowly dying, I got to play Sonic Colors for the last few minutes of my life uh, until I got resurrected into today's form. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Played it uh, every now and then. It wasn't my favorite Wii game, Sonic uh, Sonic game. I still say that would have to be Sonic Unleashed. Controversial opinion, but I really love Sonic Unleashed on the Wii. Um, but I would go back Sonic Colors on the Wii every so often, play the first zones, uh, first acts of each world every so often. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty fun back in the day. Interesting. Okay, what about you, Jamie? Well, this now I feel really old because I was twenty three when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you now? Like fifty seven? Uh, yeah, almost. Yeah, I'm just getting my just retiring. Um, but. I remember really enjoying the game when it came out. I remember being very excited for it because you got to remember back when it came out, this was the first time a Sonic game was released where it was just the Sonic character. No other characters, no variations of Sonic, like werehogs and things. It was just, this is Sonic and the whole game's about Sonic. Whereas now we're pretty tired of that. But back then that was like, oh my gosh, this is a Sonic game. And I remember that being a, a big, like, in, in the, the message boards and stuff just people being super hyped about that and um and that it, it seemed to be a, seemed to be going in a good direction i felt like everyone's very positive at the time when it came out because oh yeah this is the cartoonish thing we this is what sonic was when we were kids again we didn't know how much that was going to end up being hated by the time lost world came out but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I just remember just it, it sonic colors did feel like a big change it, it, it just in the whole direction of where Sonic was going. New voice actor, new writers, new... Yeah, um, I, uh, looking back, it was a very positive... It, it, well, I feel like it was a positive time. I think now we look w- back Was it, it for made, you? Yes, definitely. I was like, this is what... I remember playing Sweet Mountain and being like, this is my idea of what Sonic levels would, un, in, should be now. Like, this is like, this is the Green Hills, the Casino Nights, but with a, a new original ideas to it rather than just saying let's remake Green Hill or let's stick him in a dark emo city somewhere. So it's like Sonic Colors was the right tone for me. So I was just so pleased when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. In my young adulthood, I was like, Sonic's in safe hands. And then, you know, <laughs> and, then, okay. and then the rest happened. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I, I was 26. So old. Damn, damn. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I got married in 2010. Um, I joined Radio Sega staff in 2010. So it was a big year. And I was uh, really, I had been really disappointed with Sonic prior to Sonic Colors because unlike uh, young boy Scott here, I Hello. wasn't really too fond of Sonic um, Unleashed. Hmm. I I can now look back and see um, positive aspects and it's not as bad as I thought it was back in the day, but um, I wasn't too fond of the Werehog and the, the even the day stages weren't really that appealing to me. Even though I played the Wii version, which was which didn't have a, an Eggman land that lasted like thirty minutes or something, um, but I was pretty disappointed with Sonic at the time. Uh, and Sonic Color Colors actually, um, I think, reignited my my fire as a, a Sonic fan, and um, it was really something that made me excited for for playing Sonic games again. Because just like Jamie said. Again, no side characters, no uh, variations, no werehogs, <laughs> especially. Uh, you had like the, the even the two point five D aspect of, of stages. The the music was nice. The even the graphics. I think that the game was really colorful. Obviously, because yeah. of the name, uh, the wisp and stuff. I I wasn't really a big fan of the wisps and the mechanic of of wisps, but uh, it was okay. But I do remember fondly Sonic Colors as the game that brought me back into the Sonic fandom uh, and made me excited to see where this could go in the future. Yeah, and it was fine. The future was interesting. Uh, but uh, I really, really enjoyed Sonic Colors. So I do remember Sonic Colors very fondly, a game that I really, really enjoyed very much back in the day. Which brings me to... My next question, which is, what were your expectations when we learned that this was indeed happening, was officially announced by Sega, this ultimate version of Sonic Color? So let's start with you, Jamie, now. I mean, they set themselves up for a lot by calling it ultimate. <laughs> uh, like, this is the ultimate version of Sonic Colors, guys. It, this is literally doesn't get better than this. So... The expectations were set pretty high when they when it was originally at first, when I first said, "Oh, there's going to be a Sonic Colors remake." I literally thought it's going to just be a simple port, and I'm on board with that. And then when you realise, oh no, it's going to have supposedly all this this new engine and new textures and new features and new remixes, uh, my expectations were pretty high. Um, though I do feel those expectations were set by Sega rather than me overhyping myself. Um, but yeah, I, I had high high expectations for what this was going to be because they were pushing it towards a more remaster point of view than just a simple port. Um, whether that, well, we I now know what, how that turned out to be. But yeah, when I first heard it, I was like, my expectations were pretty high for this. Because mm -hmm. it's ultimate. It's going to be the ultimate version. It's not yeah. called, it wasn't just called Sonic Colors HD or Sonic Colors Remaster or Sonic Colors Again. <laughs> or Sonic, or Sonic Colors, Colors Brawl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Sonic Colors Ultimate. I was like, well, okay, this is. I'm ready. Let's see what the ultimate means for Sega. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and everyone is here, all the wisps at least. And then yeah. some. Uh, <laughs> Scott, what about you? Expectations? So Were you excited? The game got leaked many months before the official announcement during the Sonic Central. So when it came mm-hmm. round for that event to happen, I basically knew it was coming. Uh, and I was just curious to see what it would look like, what kind of form the game would be. Uh, and then when it did get shown off, I was impressed in the first reveal trailer. I was like, oh, it actually looks kind of different i like this new graphical engine i like the way it looks i like how you can change sonic's appearance that kind of stuff and i went away from the sonic central being like "Mm, i'm I'm keen to see where this will go and then i went on twitter and then on everyone on twitter was just complaining about the game (laughs) complaining about the graphics complaining about how it looked uh and because twitter's twitter it changed my opinion i went from this looks nice to oh maybe it didn't look so nice after all uh it does look rubbish now that i think about it right (laughs) yeah now that i think about it not just the the initial hype now that i've like sort of dissected a bit i'm like maybe not so the months leading up to the release i was like i'm not too bothered i'm not that keen until about like a week before when i was like okay I'm kind of excited now. I'm keen to give this a shot. Uh, And uh, we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh How about you, Casey? Yeah, I I was pretty excited, actually, because I, I I mean, I I, I really love the original. So I thought they can't mess this up, right? So it just, just port the game, just like update the the, the graphics. Easy, Mm -hmm. easy peasy. It's just like that. I'm going to play the game. I'm going to relive my memories of this Great Sonic game that I really enjoyed, like fifteen years ago or so. Um, whoa, no, not not fifteen, eleven years. Okay, I'm not that old, but mm. um, yeah, it's debatable. I, th- I know, um, <laughs> but yeah, at the you know, on the other hand, I thought, well, the the ultimate part of it worries me a bit, a bit because they'll add stuff that maybe. It won't mean much to me um, as a, an older Sonic fan. We've established that. At least I'm old. But I thought the core gameplay, the the game itself, apart from all the you know the cosmetics, the 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 new options, the the new quality of life things they announced, and we you know would see later. I thought they couldn't mess up the game, so I I was pretty excited to replay this. But we'll we'll talk about the, the reactions uh, later. So yeah, excited, excited. Let's let's leave it at that. But before we get into the our reactions and you know the nitty gritty of, of of the game, which versions did you play of this game? I know Scott, you played a few of them, right? You've played like two or three. I played a few of them, uh, and something that's really fun, funny that I just want to share with everyone. Um, I went back to my notes from my original uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate review discussion with Green Viper for this uh, podcast, and so far, everything you're saying is in the exact same order we were saying. I just found that hilarious. Um, but what I played on was great the X- minds. Great minds think alike. Xbox Series S, Xbox One S, the PS4, and the Nintendo Switch version. So I've got like a broad range of experiences with this game. Okay. Okay. Great. What about you, Jamie? So, well, once I finally got it, because I was one of those people who didn't buy it digitally and then ended up having to wait a month for Sega to sort out how, how to print copies of games. But um, when it did finally turn up, I had it on had the Xbox version, which I played on the Series X. And I have 
for, for reasons I didn't plan, I had two Switch copies, the Japanese <laughs> and the uh, European. Uh, but yeah, so Switch and Xbox was my, what I ended up playing on. Okay, okay. So I planned on getting the Switch version first digitally, so I didn't have to wait for the physical version. And then my plan was to get the Xbox version to play on my Xbox One X, because I don't have like a, a, a new gen, a next gen system. Um, but eventually I just ended up getting the, the Switch version. So at this point, I'm stuck with what is probably the worst version. I was going to say that is a that's a choice. <laughs> that, that's that's unfortunate, right? So yeah, I, I ended up not not buying the 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 Xbox version yet. I will eventually, but life got in the way and other things. Life, life. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to to um, start with this because people will probably understand our thoughts uh, on the game depending on which versions we played. Although I have to say. I didn't have the the same experiences as many people on the interwebs on Twitter had and on YouTube with all those glitches and stuff. So I had a pretty smooth experience, as smooth as the Switch version uh, allows you to have. But uh, so don't expect me to to be like, oh, it's the worst. I you know there were lots of glitches and stuff. That's not my experience. So yeah. Anyway, now that we've established that. Uh, I'm old and poor. Only mm -hmm. have the Switch mm -hmm. version. Yes, let's uh, talk about some of the features in this remake and this ultimate version, whatever you like to call it. Sega calls it ultimate. Is it really? Maybe. Let's start with the music because I'm obviously a big fan of Sonic music. Thoughts on the new remixes, um, which I have to say for me. Meh. But yeah. Jamie, <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, my my reaction to remixes, they're fine, they're fine. Like in some cases, I don't even notice they are remixes. In some cases, um, I think they're they're inferior versions. I find it, well, two things I find baffling. One, that they, uh, uh, a decision was made somewhere that you would only get the remix. You wouldn't be able to switch between versions. You can exactly. only use it. Yeah. That I find yeah. just. Weird. The second thing I find weird is that uh, the uh, all the musical tracks for Planet Wisp, the remixes are locked behind a, a pre-order bonus, I believe. Uh, so I was playing it, not realizing it was a pre-order bonus, but oh, this sounds just like the original Planet Wisp. And I don't know why everyone's hating on this remix so much online, because it sounds the same to me. Then I realized it's because I hadn't pre-ordered it digitally or whatever, and I didn't receive these remixes. So it's weird that they put like this barrier on these remixes, which I would argue, having heard the remixes to Planet Wisp, are the worst in the <laughs> whole game because they completely missed the tone. Um, so it's weird that they were like, "No, you have to, you have to commit your money if you want these these few remixes." Uh, so just a lot of weird decisions about how they approach the music in this game. I, I think it yeah it's fine. I think some of it misses the original intent of the uh, what the original trying to do, especially something just doesn't hit. Maybe it's a nostalgia thing. Something doesn't hit right when I boot up the game and it plays the intro cutscene and the music just seems a bit less. There's a less oomph behind. I don't know. It's just it seems a bit more passive and a bit more chill. And I'm like, this wasn't the vibe Sonic Colors intro gave me. So whenever I boot up the game. It, doesn't hype me up as much as the original 
soundtrack did. Agreed. Agreed. And I think uh, it shows, and I agree with almost everything you said, I think it shows when you play the first level. So you start with Tropical Resort. Mm. And it's really, really disappointing. It was at least really, really disappointing to me to to see that the, the, the remixes that were supposed to be like ultimate, again, ultimate, yeah. were really inferior to the, the original versions. I don't think... I think I like one or two of the remixes in the whole game. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say more, but as much as the original tracks. There's an Aquarium Park uh, remix that I like. I think it's Act... Act 2. Act 2? I think, yeah, I think it's Act 2. That's in my um, notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Act 2, I think, is the, the one that I, I like the most out of all of them. I, I like the, the boss theme remixes by Jun Sonoy. I like them as well. They, they sound like they have the same energy, the same... Um, you know, feeling of the original tracks. I think what happened here was just like you said, Jamie. They just didn't feel right. They didn't fit the 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 you know the the environment, the the, the feel of the game. I don't. It think was it... remix for remix sake. That's how. It yeah. Felt. Like, yeah. Uninspired. Uninspired. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. So what I find uh, interesting if you compare it to so because uh, obviously we're currently in a, a generation of gaming now where a lot of uh, games from PlayStation PlayStation 2 era are being remastered and remade. A lot of those games that are doing new soundtracks, they're not remixing them, they're recreating them with modern instruments mm-hmm. and modern technology that there wasn't available when you just had like a MIDI track on a on a console. Um so they're recreating them, but this isn't what this is. This is like no, we're not because you can't really recreate those tracks because the music isn't that outdated. It's only like 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. So what they're doing instead is remixing it because I guess because it's it's something to add on the bullet point on the back of the box. And because Tomoyo Otani needs stuff to do as a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> as a I remixer. Think just, you know, he's on salary. <laughs> Got to keep that, um, exactly. that way. I, I, lo- I love his music usually. I love the, the original soundtrack and many or most of the songs that it hit for, for Sonic games. I just don't feel like he his head was in the game when he I, did these remixes. Yeah. And I would I would add if like and I, and another reason, you know, because they can push out a vinyl and a CD and everything for this this version. Like if if this pops up on Spotify, it probably already has, I don't know. Um I would listen to it and be like, this is some pleasant remixes. So as as in terms of quality of work it's fine, but it just doesn't fit in the game. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you share this this opinion. Scott? Yes, I yeah, it's a mixed bag. I a lot of them just feel like overproduced. There's just too much going on. Like Tropical Resort, you start the game, you're like, oh yes, Tropical Resort, I love this music, and like it sounds the same. But then there's also this weird piano over the top of it going dun 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 dun. I'm like, what's going on? It just feels like they added <laughs> stuff. For the sake of just adding stuff, um, but like you said, Aquarium Part Act Two, love that. Also, the Speak of Your Heart remix, I really liked. I didn't like Speak of Your Heart in the original uh-huh. Sonic Colors. Uh-huh. This new one, me likey. Uh, my my thoughts on uh, Speak with Your Heart and uh, Reach for the Stars are well known, uh, or should be for people who <laughs> listen to Radio Sega back when I did like my top forty shows, and they especially. Reach for the Stars was always on the, the top 40 of Radio Sega's requests. And um, I really, really don't think 
the tracks are all that amazing, but the these new versions, I don't like Witch for the Stars, this new one. I don't really like it any more than I did the other one. Speak With Your Heart, I think, is a little bit better. Yes. Um, if that is even possible for a Speak <laughs> With Your Heart. But yeah, it can, it's better. It's a little bit better, yeah. I like the, the one that they played, the, the version they played uh, during the, the symphony. The, the anniversary symphony in which was based off this version of the game i think it's the rainbow mix or something or rainbow something remix. like that it was very yeah. it was very rocking yeah yeah so it's better than the the original but overall i think my thoughts uh, and your thoughts as well guys on the music are just, again eh, yeah it's a thing it's there <laughs> it's a thing my biggest gripe, uh, just like you said, Jamie, is that you cannot choose which versions of the soundtrack uh, you, you play during the game. So you, you get the originals as well during acts like 4, 5, and 6 of each, uh, each stage of each uh, level or zone. But um, the first ones, the ones that people that will probably get stuck uh, in the head of a, a new generation of gamers are the inferior remixes, unfortunately. I would argue that they should have let the, the, the originals be X, 1, 2, and 3, and then have the remixes like hidden away in X, 4, 5, and 6. Could be a, a solution, but I don't know. Okay, so music's out of the way. Not doing that great, Sonic Colors <laughs> Ultimate, so far. Uh, <laughs> pick up the pace, please. Graphics. Okay, so when it, term when it comes to graphics... Um, there's a new lighting, uh, there's a new engine as well they used. People talked about a, a bunch about Bloom, uh, oh and that was probably what made Scott go to Twitter and change his opinion on the, the, the announcement trailer. Right, Scott? Correct. Was it, it was just yeah, the lighting, the Bloom, <laughs> the colors, <laughs> sonic colors. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah, just like the music. It's just, it's there. There's new graphics. It, it doesn't really do anything for me. Um, I wish it looked more cartoony, like the the original Wii game. Um, yeah, <sighs> Jamie. See, I I got two very different opinions on this. So when I played it on Xbox, mind you, like I said, Series X, 4K TV, 60 frames. Like, yes, they made some changes, but and there was a little bit of bloom, but I, I'm pretty sure there was bloom in the original version. It looks fine. Like, I don't personally see any huge issues. There are some slight annoyances in terms of just some graphical presentation that I think they've messed up. But on the whole, I don't really notice it. The Switch version, I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. The bloom, it's like the, the whatever level of, like, you, this is clearly coming from someone who has no technical expertise, but like, it just feels like the level of bloom that is on the 4K version I'm playing on my Xbox has been squished down onto a Switch and it just looks like the screen is covered in a layer of Vaseline. Like, it's just so intensely blurry and <laughs> I can't, any bright colors are just smeared across the screen and halving the frame rate, which is a whole other thing, which I, I don't understand because of the the hardware the original one was on um but i when i play it it's, i just find it very unplayable because it just looks like i said very the bloom is crazy it's the frame rate somehow it looks very blurry and ghosty when i when you see things moving rapidly it and it just 
I just think it's an ugly game on Switch, which makes no sense because it was a beautiful game on the Wii. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how you go up We're in supposed to be... and make it look worse. We're supposed to be a, a better version. Ultimate, again. Yeah. yeah. A better hardware, a new engine supposed to yeah. it's supposed to be better Which, um, this is what i don't get because it, it would it on this theory for whatever whatever they've done to it with this engine for it to run at its most optimal a wii game mind you a wii game from 2010 to run at it's just an optimal performance needs to r- run on an xbox series x which is a stupidly overpowered console to run sonic colors from the wii <laughs> really <laughs> yeah yeah, I think that's everyone's take on this. So I, I don't think we have like numbers, like real data from this. Uh, which platform are people playing this on the most? I don't. Is it the Switch? I know a lot of people are playing on be, Switch right? because there's been a lot of sales on the Switch version. But I'd assume, yeah, Switch and PlayStation are probably the, the top two. Okay, so I, I would assume like Sonic's big on the Switch on, on Nintendo platforms. So I would yeah. assume the Switch. Uh, it's a most people are getting the again inferior version, which isn't uh, unexpected. It's the Switch, right? It's like not like, like a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. Like it's not. Jamie said, "It's uh, really yeah what uh, what." So uh, it, it's to be expected, but it it's not to be expected that it's so poor when compared to the others, since it's a Wii game. It's like yeah. a port or a, a remaster of a Wii game. Uh, if it just it, it, it doesn't even run at a stable thirty FPS, uh, mm-hmm. at least from my experience. And just to add real quick, um, it's interesting because on the Nintendo Switch, there's been a lot of like re Wii remakes and remasters, like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. You've had No More Heroes one and two. Uh, you've had like some party games just come over from the Wii to the Switch and they've all been like really, really good. So you'd expect Sonic Colors to also have like really high quality port or whatever it is, remaster. And it's just like, eh. you would, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So my, my experience is exactly that. So unfortunately I haven't played the, the, the superior versions elsewhere. So my, my take on this is also that They've made some weird choices with like lighting in levels. So it all sounds a bit too, a lot sounds looks a little too blurred out and um, at parts like overexposed. I don't yeah. know if that's the technical term for this, but like you're having, you have a lot of light in some places that like overexpose some parts of the levels. And then you look at the backgrounds and they're too dark, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think it's not just that's probably true for other platforms as well, other versions of the game. The thing is, on the Switch, um, it shows more because it really doesn't look that good. But I think they made some weird light, lighting choices here. I don't think the bloom is to blame. I think the original had this this bloom and this like colorful tone as well in... in like uh, maybe some at parts oversaturated colors as, as well, but seeing it run on the switch breaks my heart. It's a shame. But is it playable though? I I think it is. I is you it? said it. It's, it, <laughs> it is. It is. I, I think it is. So it's not graphics, but since we're on this subject, my biggest issue with the switch version 
are the loading times. So you it like you press A to start a level. It takes like thirty seconds to load just from to start that playing that level. And I really don't get that. It's a Wii game. A Wii game from eleven years ago. I don't get it. Why? Does also, it takes so long to for to to load. I'm curious what the load times for the Wii version because the Wii version was running off a disc. Exactly. And now the Switch version is running off a cartridge. I, I, don't, I don't think you had as long loading times as you get on this one. I don't remember that because I I don't really remember. It wasn't an issue. I'd never thought about it before I think it, playing PS4, this version. Even the PS4 loading times are a little bit longer than the Wii versions because i remember playing it the first time on ps4 and the music was playing in the background and i reminisced to being like wait this part of the song i should already be playing the game by now Uh, yeah (laughs) that's true that's exactly what i thought on the switch but worse probably how long are the the loading times on the the xbox versions of, of this game so xbox series s oh sorry to interrupt you jamie let me just say real quick um xbox series s i found like really really well really really fast um xbox one s oh not good at all i'd say the xbox one s is like the second worst way to play it after the switch uh i launched the game up played it for the first time tropical resort took forever to load i thought something could happen to the game happen to the xbox um no it eventually loaded but it just took forever and then the first few seconds of the the level it was stuttering and i'm like oh this is terrible. Um, but Mr. Eggman, how did you find it on the Series X? So the Series X, the loading times are pretty minimal, though that is definitely 100% thanks to the solid state uh, drives on the console rather than anything uh, that's been done the developer side to optimize loading times. Like that's just the Xbox giving it a helping hand to, to run along. I'm sure the PlayStation 5 running version of up you know doing the ps4 version would probably be the same and that's just the nature of the tech that's behind it rather than uh sega doing anything which i i find baffling that again i i'm i'm shocked to hear that the, the xbox is <laughs> struggling because like it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way um and, and like i said i've had the same experiences uh on the switch which is that yeah it's I, I I set it up. I go off, uh, do a day's work, come home, <laughs> levels ready, <laughs> and then I die. And then I, I so I'm not going to wait for it to reload again. So <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's it's a bit disheartening, I think, <laughs> to try and play the game. That that's my biggest issue with this. So I can stand the frame rate drops, uh, occasional, the lower res graphics, the I mean. Waiting for a level to load for so long is just unacceptable to me. That's what I think turns this into a nearly, not quite, but nearly unplayable game. But, you know, people, you know, were able and and willing to wait for Sonic 06. This is not worse than that, is it? No, definitely not. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think it is either. This week's episode of the Sega Lounge is sponsored by the Sega Lounge, 
I know, it's the best sponsor. Have you checked out our merch store yet? Just go to thesegalounge.com slash store and you can find t-shirts, mugs, and stickers with our logo and even with everyone's favorite animal with thumbs, the Sega Lounge seal of approval. And until October 31st, you can get 10% off of any purchase you make at our online store by using the promo code TSL7. That's TSL and the number 7, and you can use that at checkout. So head over to thesegalounge.com store and get some juicy Sega Lounge merch today. Or tomorrow. Or, you know, whenever you have some time. And money. Money is important too. So, music graphics, we're not looking good, Ultimate. Not looking good yet. Uh, let's maybe uh, turn this into, um, uh, you know, a different conversation if we talk about some new features we have. So we have some new quality of life features, some uh, interesting decisions that they made. For example, um, so Scott, I know you have a whole list of I have notes. things to talk about. You have notes, exactly. <laughs> Want to uh, kick this off by, by mentioning a few of the, the new features that you enjoyed or maybe didn't? Okay, so we've got the the good new features, and we've got the why <laughs> new features. Uh, I'll start off with some of the good new features. Uh, some gold coins that are scattered around, park tokens scattered around each levels, uh, which you can collect, go out your way to find, and use it in the the game shop, which runs incredibly poorly. I found <laughs> the, the the menus lag so much. I'm like, what? Why? Even on the PS4 version and the Xbox One S version, you go to the different menus and it's so slow. And then the Switch is even worse. Anyway, yes. you get to um, customize Sonic's shoes, his his gloves, his his boost. You get to change your little icon and it can be different Sega properties. I thought it was really fun. Uh -huh. um, what were your thoughts on the, the whole sort of park and token kind of thing? Jamie, I'll start our stuff. I personally, I, I, I liked it. Well, yeah, no, I did like it. <laughs> did I like it? No, I did like <laughs> it. I think it just it did give something to do to in terms of exploring the levels. I quite liked that. It was a nice addition to the the red rings in terms of something to find. Whether all the redemptions are worth it, um, I guess it's nice in a game where we've already discussed how intensely saturated and bloomified it is uh <laughs> the fact that we want to then add sonic wearing like acid trip colored shoes on top of that is is a choice like i've un i unlocked i've many coins and opted just to have the chrome red shoes because i don't like actually like <laughs> i think he looks hideous in a lot of the other designs um <laughs> and uh and some of the other unlocks i also agree i on series x it has just as much stutter and lag entering that menu. And I'm truly fascinated as to what it's loading that causes such an issue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have I have the same experience on, on the Switch. Or, I mean, worse. But, uh, yeah. As for the, the tokens and the whole customization thing, it's not for me clearly. And I realize, by the way, let me preface the rest of this show by saying that uh, I realized this is not for me, 
most of these things are not You're too old. I'm too old, so I, I do uh, realize that, and I do appreciate that. But but as for me, I didn't really care much for the customization. I do think it's great that it's there. Uh, it's it's a good addition for people who like uh, to have like uh, you know well, that the customization aspect in in forces as well. I didn't like it. I didn't want to use it, but many people were pleasantly surprised by the addition of your like uh, avatar, your original character, and you could customize it and use different uh, colors and effects. It's not for me, but if people, if there are people there who enjoy it and will use them and have a good time with it, more power to them and good for for Sega to have included them in, in the game. It, it is ultimate, so it should have everything. Everything, everything is here. Everything. Uh, I did enjoy though the the profile picks, the the like avatars you can pick for your uh, player profile, whatever. Um, there are some interesting uh, things there. There are different Sega IPs, as you mentioned, Scott. So obviously, I changed my to Shenmue uh, because <laughs> why not? And um, and I found it interesting that I, I don't think this differentiation had been done in a game, let alone a Sonic game. Uh, there's a difference between Sega West Sega logos and Sega East Sega logos in there. And I don't know if you noticed that. You can choose like a Sega logo for your as your profile pick, and you can pick one or two from Sega West versions of the logo. And I think it's Ooh. one from the Sega East, which is the the lighter blue, uh, as opposed to the the Western uh, darker blue tone. It's funny because, not not to sound like one of those cool guys, um, but I had kind of like because only was talked about on Twitter like last year, early last year, that people were like, "Oh, why is it different shades of blue?" Oh, uh, well, I like I figured this out years ago, and then it was weird to see people only start talking about it last year, and I was like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> and now they're kind of implementing it with merchandise and in the games. They realize it's wait, we can make money out of this. <laughs> so what you're saying is this is because of you this happened because of you uh, no if i had tweeted about it earlier then it may have been because of me um okay. but i didn't tweet about it until someone did i was like oh, i should have done it ah, yeah <laughs> okay so yeah so park tokens interesting addition uh for the people especially for people who like to collect everything and well they like the completionists if if red rings are not enough for you, you can just collect part tokens and, and buy stuff from a, a leggy store. Exactly. Awesome. That's one of the good new additions. One of the mediocre new additions, which could have been so much better. It's still fun, but could have been much better, was the Metal Sonic races, which just kind of got shoehorned into the game. And then Sega realized, oh, wait, this makes no sense. We should probably make an animation series to explain why he's in this game. <laughs> um, basically, you just race Metal Sonic through a, a stage, kind of just like a time trial kind of thing. Uh, and they're kind of fun to do. Unfortunately, there's not enough of them. And I just wish there was a bit more for that. But for what it's worth, cool, I guess. It's more welcome than nothing. True. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say yeah. I think they were fun, uh, albeit a, a bit short because you just like have how many six? One per level, right? Yeah. Yes. So per world, per planet. Um, so I I enjoyed them. 
and you it adds to the replayability as well because you although most of them are really not that hard to to beat metal sonic the races but they make you like learn the levels a little bit better and um do, do your best to beat them so as you do in a race in a rival race as it's called but i thought you'd be able to and i don't think this is spoilers but um i thought you would be able to unlock uh, Metal Sonic as a playable yeah. character, which which was I... originally the plan uh, for the game, but for some reason they decided to ditch it? it at the last minute. Um, people went through the game files and found that they had intended to do that, and I believe on the website as well they they made reference to it. Um, but obviously, that wasn't the case. So maybe in an update, but I, I don't. Uh, I'm not too be, sure with blind school games. Could it be planned DLC at some point, or maybe they love money, maybe. <laughs> I don't see it happening, but but I, I was a bit disappointed that, as you said, we don't really understand unless we um, watch the, the 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 shorts, the animated shorts. We don't really understand, and even then, but okay, you don't really understand why Metal Sonic is in Sonic Colors, and then you just have to race Metal Sonic like six times, and that's it, and you get some tokens, right? That's your reward for beating. Metal Sonic, Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. You and you can proud. buy gloves, and it, you get to feel proud as well. Yes. You can buy the the Sonic movie Aura. Uh, which... No, you can only buy that through the digital deluxe version. Oh, that's the one that I have. Okay, okay, See, I didn't have that. It's very sad. I had to make do floral <laughs> <laughs> or, or ice. Oh, and you also you also unlock something Metal Sonic. When you uh, for like customization, yeah, uh, yeah, you get like a dark aura, spooky aura kind of thing. Oh yeah, that's it. I think that's. I like to call it purple mode. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it would have been nice to have at least uh, you know the chance of playing as Metal Sonic. I don't know if that would improve the the experience, the game, or break it or something. It wouldn't break it. Modders have been swapping out characters with limited effort in terms of like what the final result is most times they're sharing the animations of other characters i i'm curious yeah it's interesting they decided i guess a time thing that it wasn't worth implementing metal sonic is uh, very similar in in movement to what supersonic is in this game as well right that's why i would have shouldn't be hard basically it would have been a reskin of Supersonic, basically. Yeah. Okay. What else, Scotty boy? And then the bad, which I'll I'll just go through all of them real quick. We've got the, the you probably don't even remember this being a new feature in the game, but it was a hundred rings equals invincibility for like a few seconds. Cool. Why? I don't know. They wanted something else. Sorry, to what? List <laughs> down exactly. Sorry, what? <laughs> Another I thing didn't know about that <laughs> was the tail save feature, which is a cool idea and concept, but incredibly annoying in execution. You fall down a stage, uh, you fall off a cliff, whatever, and tails come it save you, push forever. you back down, and it takes forever. Yeah, I was gonna say I have to. It's 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 cute, but then tails will say, "Hi, I'm tails. Here's a cute quote," and then I'll just <laughs> hang around. I won't let you go for like a solid two seconds. So I just have to 
And I'm just like, let me go so I can play the game. Why am I holding your hands for so long still? <laughs> like, it, it's such a slow process. Like, it's just, it's just Never so... let go, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I died a couple of times uh, when I first saw that. When I, I, I you know, I, I had died, obviously. Tails brought me back, and then I wanted to jump off of Tails. I, I started pressing the jump button, and then yeah. I eventually fell again, fell off again because I was <laughs> pressing the jump button. And when I finally got back on the stage, I, I yeah, it it ah, it killed me. So it's really really annoying how it's executed. I think. But yeah, it's a good, a good feature for people, for like um, younger, more uh, inexperienced players as well. Yes. Hopefully they patch it out to make it much more, just faster and snappier. It'll work yeah. so much better. Yeah. One thing that I think is, is important to note is that this replaces the live system. So as you said, so 100 rings, and I don't think I knew this, gives you a, a short invincibility. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Like that? Or invincib invi invisibility, is it? That, is that it would, be, that would probably be a switch glitch where Sonic no longer appears, uh, which I don't okay. think would happen at 100 rings. I think that could just happen whenever, but no. Okay. <laughs> but then, uh, so you don't get lives, you get the Tails tokens as well. You, oh, and people need to know this as well. If you don't have any Tails tokens, you go back to the, the checkpoint or the beginning of the level if you die. Yeah. So it doesn't always work, and it probably is for the better when it doesn't work because it's faster. Yeah, <laughs> you true. return to the game faster if Tails doesn't pick you up and puts you back on the level. And then my biggest gripe with this game, this this new edition, I'm like, this could have this could have been cool, but it's oh, it makes me hate playing this game so much. The perfect homing attack where you've oh, got to wait for this wow. little reticle yeah. to. <laughs> show up so you get some extra points i'm like that could be really cool to try to like instead of just spamming the homing attack button like you gotta time it right that'd be so much fun but every time <laughs> it happens i want to rip my ears out of my head because the sound is so grating and it's just the worst thing ever and the audio levels the audio levels are so loud and even when i turn the volume down to one percent i can't hear the game but then i can still hear the shing from the perfect homing attack <laughs> Oh, oh, KC, uh, you, let me know what you think before I rip my ears out again. Just like thinking about it, <laughs> it didn't bother me as as much as it did you, obviously. But uh, it, it is you're, annoying. That's because your it hearing's gone. Your hearing's gone. You got to. I'm old. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> I, I can hear it like in the distance now because my hearing's gone. But uh, I do understand what you're saying. It is annoying, but it didn't bother me as much as it obviously did you. Um, would have been better <laughs> the game would have been better without it though i will say that yes jamie what were you gonna say sorry uh, i'm just i'm just having flashbacks to that noise and it's just upsetting <laughs> and it's so bizarre because it literally does in it, it encourages you or encouraged me to do the opposite of its intention was i avoided <laughs> doing the homing attack perfectly because i didn't want to hear it especially because you know, I live in a one-bed flat playing the game on the big TV. You know, my other half's in the room. And we're like, you know, they're, they're trying to get on with their stuff. It's like, well, I'll just turn it down. And they're being annoyed because they they can't really hear the game. And they just hear this shing, shing. And they're like, what? what? <laughs> that noise is so upsetting. Can you not turn it down? It's like, I have turned it down. 
So then I'm like, the only way to play it is to literally just slightly off all my homing attack timing so it doesn't happen. Um, it's such a bizarre, it's it's such an afterthought. That's what it, that's what bothers me. It's such an afterthought. No, no, like, no one played the support. Oh, we should change that at some point, and they just couldn't be bothered. The worst part is there's no audio options to change the volume from the sound effects. It's just all or nothing, which is even yeah. worse. Yeah. And that's a constant here. We, we've mentioned a few things that bother us. And if they added the option to uh, turn them off or, you know, like change the volume of the, the sound effects or something like that, those things would improve our experience with the game. Like even tail save, I think it should be optional. You could choose between... Even if you... Why do, do you need tail save uh, to why do you need you know like that visual aspect of having tails picking you up and collecting the tails tokens? Why couldn't you just say you now have unlimited lives and if you die you go back to a checkpoint? You don't have game overs. It's better for people, more immersive, if you will. Okay, and if you like to have tails, hold on to your hand for half a minute or something. Um, you can turn that on. This is where the the well, I this is where the benefits of doing a re a remaster or whatever you want to call it is is actually giving more options of ways to play because it's it's you're reinventing the game effectively. Why wasn't there options to change the music? Why isn't there an option to say do you want to play classic mode with lives or play I don't know tails assist mode where tail yeah. lives are swapped out with this tails feature and then that. Because you can do that, because it's it's a remake of an old game or a port of an old game, where you can add all these extra features. But what they've done is they said, "Here's all the new stuff. You will enjoy it. You have no choice." <laughs> I don't like it. Shut up. <laughs> it's interesting because at the start of the game, you have the option to turn on or off the Tails Navigator mode. I think it yeah. was called, where like oh, yeah. you go through the question mark ring and Tails give you a tutorial. That's optional, but not the tail save. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree. Having more options is always good. Even if there's something that's not for you, just turn that off. It's cool. And everyone's happy. Because there there are people, I'm sure, out there that do really love Tales Save and do really love the perfect homing attack sound effect and do really love, you know, getting deafened by, by it. But I want to and do really person. love the new remixes. I I don't. You do? I don't. But you know, what I love. I, love I don't the want to Sega Lounge. Person. That's what I love. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, best thing ever. Okay. Yeah. So, any new features? That's it. Really, we have, we have another it. one. There is. What did I miss? Right? Oh yeah, and the wisp, the jade wisp. Cool. It's it's there. <laughs> they, they're like, oh, I'm gonna add something in, but also let's not add it to the main menu screen. Let's not. Let's not add it onto the main box of the game, but it's in there. Hello, Editor KC here. So Dr. Scottnik sent me a message after we recorded this episode saying, and I quote, The Jade Wisp is on the box of the game. I'm a big dum-dum. End quote. So here's a little fact-checking for you. It's still not on the title screen, though. Back to our conversation. That's true. It's, it's like, again, a bit of an afterthought. Perhaps, <laughs> maybe. But it's so just... they, they couldn't be bothered to to edit the 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 title screen with in and add the Jade Wisp 
in there. You have all the other wisps, but no jade. So no like, jade. hi guys, you know what you want? Do you want a wisp that is basically the uh, laser move, but a, a, a small, slow-paced version? Well, here you go. It's pretty redundant, but here it is. It's got cool music, though. I'll give it that. It uh, does. The music, yeah, that is one aspect where I'm like, okay. Okay, again, th- this is again, uh, I think, something for the less experienced players, for the like the younger people, younger Sonic fans picking this up for the first time, because you can like move th- through wall. Of course, you have to move from point A to point B, but you can like move through walls and through obstacles, and maybe that helps with collecting some of the red rings as well if you don't know where you need to go perhaps but it's not really that important for everyone else not really beneficial but it doesn't really mess the the experience any more than the other things we already mentioned do so it's it's okay it's okay it's jade but it's not there not in the title screen. <laughs> okay. Or the box of the game. Or the box. <laughs> That's a weird choice. <laughs> Poor Jade. Don't want to fo- mess with the Photoshop too much. <laughs> but it's it, like uh, we said, ultimate. So everyone, every Wisp is here. Even Jade. Even though Jade is the, the on the box. I want the music where's the Bomb the Wisp? Where's the Bomb Wisp from Sonic Lost World? Where's that one? Where's the Eagle Wisp from Sonic Lost World? They're not all here. What my money back, Sega? That's true. That's true. All the facts. Okay, so I think we've covered most aspects of the game. I wanted to, you know, uh, leave this the, this last part of the the show for us to mention our overall thoughts and maybe just um, maybe mention something that we think was done right and something that was done terribly wrong. Although we've been talking about that for a long time now, but if we had to, let's start with the the good. So Jamie, Scott, what would you say is the, the, the biggest reason to buy Sonic Colors Ultimate? What is one thing that Sega done well with this? I'll let Uh, you go first, Scott, because I'm trying to struggle to think. Um, so I had something else planned until you changed the the final question. Um, sorry. Basically what I was going to say though, is Sonic Colors on the Wii was, it was a great game. This still is that game, but there's just a bunch of just small nitpicks upon nitpicks upon nitpicks, which just kind of pile up until it just becomes a bit disappointing. It's still a good game. Uh, for what it's worth, because it's still Sonic Colors at the end of the day, which is still a great game. It's just, it's been, just, there's too much frosting on it. You know when you get a nice cake, and like the cake is so nice, but then the frosting on the top of it is just like, this cake would have been so much better without the frosting. That's the analogy I would use for Sonic Colors Ultimate. The cake is still good. It's just the frosting. It's just, get rid of it. Just scrape the frosting off. (laughs) That's that's what I think about Sonic Colors (laughs) Ultimate. That's a great analogy. I, I think that's I a perfect analogy. Uh, <laughs> if I, I think if you take that analogy to its further, it's a case of there's so much frosting that it's now pushing down the weight of the sponge and it's now gone everywhere. And it's, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, it's everywhere. It's making a mess. Um, I, with Sonic Colors, if you want to, you, 
Sonic Colors Ultimate, I think, is good for two reasons. <laughs> One, if you're a Sonic fan, and this is why they even bothered releasing it, it's for new Sonic fans who haven't played it before. Uh, and I fully get that. And all the stuff we've been uh, moaning about and uh, haven't been super thrilled about, uh, you probably won't mean anything to people who haven't played the game before because they don't have the, that reference to compare it to. Um, and I guess it's also good for people who want to just play Sonic Colors again. But the only thing that I... That, I've, I'm disappointed with it purely because I've I have Sonic Colors on the Wii, and with Sonic 06 and Rise of Lyric, when those games came out, I think mutually agreed across the board, terrible games or at least very broken games. However, they came out broken, and that was just the established rule of those games. Unfortunately, they're glitchy messes. Um, and in Sonic 06's cases, there's been a whole fandom made just to try to fix it. But uh, with Sonic Colors, they've taken a game that was well-reviewed, well-sold, and well-loved, and more importantly, worked, and have somehow made an inferior version that is broken in cases and does uh, have bugs i experience bugs myself mostly cosmetic stuff um that and a lot of sound issues where music would just disappear and things like that but like they've made a product and somehow made an inferior version in my eyes and i think that's sort of just they've, they've done an in service to the legacy of that game so Usually, when I say I want to play Sonic Adventure 2, I will go back and play the version that's on Xbox because, for the most part, it's pretty similar to what I played on uh, Dreamcast and GameCube. Just a, f- a few font changes here and there and uh, a widescreen mode. Uh, but other than that, that's pretty much all that's changed. If I said, oh, I want to go back and play Sonic Colors, I don't think Ultimate's the version that I would return to. So, yeah, that's how I feel yeah. overall, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, so I I I agree. <laughs> Actually, um, I I think the the positive aspect, the biggest positive aspect, is indeed the core game. So I think we we talked about about a lot of, as Scott said, nitpicky stuff. But it's a lot of of stuff though, and and it really, you know, I I wouldn't say ruins the experience, but it makes it less enjoyable than it was on the Wii. But I think it's still a good game. And when you're able to so mostly don't don't buy the Switch version if you if you're still you know choosing if you want to play the game, if you want to buy the game, uh and if you're just still undecided where <laughs> where should I get this? Where should I play this? Don't buy the Switch version, not as it is right now. Uh don't make the same mistake that I did. Uh, unless you wanted to play it on the go, which is you know fine, it, perfect way of playing it is on the Switch. But I think the game itself, the core game, the core gameplay is still good. It still holds up. Um, but I wish, as you said, they just didn't add, add as many things as they did in poorly. If they had added these new things like as optional uh, additional things you could add to the game, like uh, an optional Tails save or Tails assist mode, an optional, even the new Wisp optional, the new remixes optional, all of that, cool. 
mandatory, <laughs> gets thrown at you and you have to enjoy them, even if you don't, I don't think it works as well as the original did. But it's still a good game, so if you can uh, look past those things, I think you can enjoy yourself. One thing that I forgot, and it's not a positive, but <laughs> but I, I really noticed, uh, and I, I wanted to talk about this, when it comes to graphics, what's the diff? how are the cutscenes in the uh, superior versions of this game? Because in the Switch version, they look really, really bad. Is it that's interesting only on the Switch? That. Uh, I'll just say my piece for the Xbox version. I found the Switch version, which is interesting what you've just said. I think, personally, I'm not, for reference as well, I mostly played the Switch version in handheld mode. I rarely played it in docked. But in handheld mode, I would say that's where the cutscenes, out of all the versions, look the best. And that's because Agreed. it's on, on a small screen, on a 720p display. When I played it on my TV... That is basically the same video file that they say AI upscaled, but it's some it's some pretty weak AI that's been upscaling it. Um, uh, and you imagine imagine that resolution and quality and pixelated blurriness that you've seen, Casey, and imagine that blown up to a four K screen. It's, it'd be like yeah. I literally okay. it's like saying, okay, I've got my 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 four you know my my four eighty p YouTube video. I'm now going to play it on a big TV. Exactly. <laughs> ugly. I imagine Scott, you've had a similar experience. Yeah, pretty much the same on Switch. It actually, looked quite nice, especially on handheld mode. Um, but yeah, on I didn't play Xbox it handheld. I played it on on the you know docked on the TV. So yeah, yeah, not 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 the best. Uh, there was some like weird shimmering effects, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and it's interesting to see a lot of YouTubers now have been like re creating the cutscenes or like trying different ways of upresing those cutscenes and they've already done such a better job than Blind Squirrel did. I think uh, <laughs> I think the cutscenes actually I'm glad you brought up Casey because I think it, the cutscenes actually in a way summarize in my feeling the whole approach of this entire project which is that the route they took even though they had the animation files in the game they decided to just do what was the easiest option was just upscale them. By the looks of it, they just stuck it through a generic upscaling process that they didn't put any um, personal thought into. So, like, whereas other YouTubers have been like doing it by in a more involved way to upscale it, and then there's people who've taken the files from the code and are literally just reanimating it because <laughs> it's the animation. <laughs> I, we've got the animation files. Um, they, and, I, and within like two days, I saw videos on Twitter of people uh, like just saying, oh, here's here, without the camera angles, but here's the animation in in 4K. And that took them two days to like get a very basic version. So I think it sums a lot about the budget this company, a squirrel entertainment had to do this. Blind squirrel, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, it's, it's the cutscenes, I think, sums up the whole process, which is what's the most affordable and the quickest way we can get this done, because I feel like that's the sort of budget they were working within to get this project done for Sega. Mm-hmm. Was this a rushed game? <laughs> was this was this like uh, we have to push something out for, for the 30th anniversary and we really need to get it <laughs> out in 2021 so we, we can say that we had a new game for people to celebrate the 30th anniversary? Do you guys think that was the case here? 
was it was it COVID as well that affected? Oh, definitely COVID. Definitely COVID played a part. I don't think. I'm curious what you think, Scott, but I don't. I personally don't think it was so much about rushed. I think it was probably actually meant to come out earlier, and COVID probably because I feel like Rangers or whatever we're calling it these days was meant is probably was more intended, but everything's just pushed out because of COVID and t- took some companies longer to get their, their act together than others. But I feel like it's less about rush and more about money, and I feel like mm-hmm. this was like this is a very small budget. Uh, remaster and mm-hmm. if you give it if you give a company if you give a company six months or two years but you only spend a small amount of money you're only going to get that equivalent in output and um i feel like if sega were able to invest more then they would have got more out of it i think it's to me it's it's more of that than you've only got so much time to do this Mm-hmm. It was there was reports um, way before the game was even announced that this game was actually supposed to come out ages ago, um, but apparently it was in such a bad state that they held off from announcing it and then ultimately decided to make it the 30th anniversary game. Um, so I, I think COVID also would have played a part, um, but yeah, there were reports back then that it got delayed because of the bad state the game was in, and then obviously the game still released in a bad state. So it'd be interesting mm. to see how it was back then. Yeah. <laughs> it would have made more sense as like a 10th anniversary celebration, right? <laughs> so in 2020, perhaps. So maybe COVID affected that in a way, but yeah, budget is probably the main thing here or lack of it. <laughs> okay. So overall, uh, Jamie and Scott, or maybe even if before we do that, before we share our final thoughts, which I think are basically what we said, but <laughs> anything else that you'd like to add or even let's say there are people listening to us, obviously the like the people who are the biggest Sonic fans obviously already have this game, already have their thoughts on it, but let's say there's someone listening to us that hasn't uh, bought the game yet, is still on the fence is it a thumbs up, a thumbs down? Is it like, eh, you decide. <laughs> what would you say? Get it, don't get it, wait for a sale. Burn it with fire. Wait for a sale <laughs> and wait for a patch. Mm-hmm. You might be waiting a while, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this amazing. I think this patch is going to fix it at the same speed that the Cyberpunk game uh, that caused controversy last year is going to be being fixed. <laughs> I'm gonna be old. I'm gonna be old by the time that patch comes out. <laughs> I finished it. I was like, "Well, there's no point patching it now, guys." I've already played the broken version. I, I, I think if if, you, if you're a young kid and you want really want to play a Sonic game, you're 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 gonna have a, a reasonable time with it. And if you're, a, I would say, a more mature Sonic fan, so someone who has possibly played it before, um. You can still have a good time with it. Just set yourself realistic expectations going in. I feel like there's enough stuff out there that you know what you're going into. So uh, I think if you're, if and I because for me who played it physical and wait and waited for it like a month for it to come out, I was fully aware of what the state of the game was because I had been wait looking online for four weeks seeing the disasters being posted online. <laughs> so I, but I went into the game and I was like, yes, this isn't personally as good as the original version. They have made, they have made a misstep with this one, but 
I'm not deeply, my heart isn't broken and I'm not asking for my money back because I knew what I was walking into. So I think just set realistic expectations and um, let's hope that the way a 10-year-old game is performing on Switch isn't an indication or worry about what the next Sonic game is going to be like that's on PS5 coming to Switch. I think I think that's great advice for any Sonic game these days. <laughs> you know, realistic expectations. Don't expect too much. Okay, uh, you know it's not going to be perfect, but maybe you can enjoy some. Of Get it. what you give. Exactly. <laughs> don't let Sega tempt you with movie boost pre-orders. You wet. You do, you hold off. But, but Jamie, you hold off but Jamie. And wait. There's so- a keyring. Yeah, there's a baby Sonic keyring. Don't baby get me started on that keyring because I pre-ordered it, and when it took a, then a month, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's taking a month to come to Europe and all the other territories because there was all the theories because it was because there was no there was a shortage of keyrings or something stupid." <laughs> then it finally turned up, and I didn't get a keyring. It was just a regular box copy. I was fuming. I was like, "Where's my keyring?" Somebody get the, somebody get Jamie a key ring, please. A baby Sonic <laughs> key ring. Uh, the nerve of some people. I know. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'll still probably get the Xbox version <laughs> for when I eventually get a, an Xbox Series X or S or whatever. I'll try to, to enjoy it on that a little bit more than the Switch version. But I would say... Please avoid the Switch version. Uh, it's for the best. <laughs> and also, if anyone's listening and they do really love it, your opinions are also valid. We're not, you know. Exactly. Oh, by yeah. the way, tell uh, us. Yeah. Let us know. And um, so we'll we'll let you guys know how you can send some hate mail uh, to Jamie and Scott. Not me, <laughs> just Jamie and Scott. Uh, we'll let you know. In the, I'll I'll leave it in the show notes. Uh, and uh, feel free to vent. Bye. <laughs> Yeah. So overall, I think that's it. Um, get it or don't get it. But up to you. Up to you. Really. Up to you. Obviously, yeah. live your life the way that uh, we're not you your know, dad. No, no. I'm <laughs> well, old enough to be your dad. David, uh, Casey's my dad. Casey's my dad, though. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's a whole different story. <laughs> So thank you guys for, for coming on the show, for sharing your thoughts, for, uh, you know, this was like therapy in a way, I, I feel, yeah. uh, for all of us. Here. My shoulders feel lighter now. <sighs> Deep breaths. <laughs> um, so where can people find you? Let's start with Jamie. Where, where can people find you? Where can people find you, by the way? I, I'm, I'm looking everywhere. But if you want to find me in a specific location, then I am available on Twitter and Instagram at Sonic Cage Dome and uh, SonicCageDome.net, I think as well as the website. But mainly check us out on Twitter. Also, I have a podcast called The Opinion Zone, which we do post like once a year. So if you want to check out those, uh, just if you go on any podcasting thing and type Sonic the Hedgehog, you will find The Opinion Zone. I put a lot of effort into making us be a top result. So just search The Opinion Zone and you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. And the bad ones as well. And the terrible ones as well. We're all that's that. what I usually say for my show. <laughs> it's everywhere, <laughs> even the bad ones. Uh, what about you, Scott? Um, you could find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch under the same name, Doctor Scottnick. Uh, on YouTube, I post like sort of documentary type stuff about 
Sega things on Twitch. I, you know what you know what you do on Twitch. You play games. Uh, I also have two radio shows on Radio Sega, which are currently on hiatus, but they'll be back soon. Uh, the Voice of Sega and Doctor Sconic's Journey into Dreams. So tune into those when they come back at some point. I don't know. Just stay tuned on RadioSega.net, and uh, you'll you'll see when I'm back. I'll make enough noise soon. TM. Okay, excellent. So guys, thank you again for your time. Uh, for your thoughts, for you know, for coming here to vent, it's always nice to have you. And uh, we'll be back with um, when when Sonic Unleashed Ultimate is out. I'll invite you back on the show, and we can talk oh, about this. me too. Is is this is this a possibility? Sonic, I know the possibilities are are never ending, but uh, do you think we'll see like an ultimate version of any of the older Sonic games at this point? I would be surprised for Sonic Unleashed, considering last I checked, they were still producing disc versions of Sonic Unleashed with the Xbox One case. So uh, if that's only that's not too long ago, so I, I would be surprised if since it's still playable now on modern platforms, yeah. that they yeah. would they'd have to add a lot of um, park tokens to uh, to make that an ultimate <laughs> version. <laughs> Uh, world world adventure tokens or something. Uh, I had enough, <laughs> enough nightmares of sun and moon medals. I couldn't be dealing with any other cucumber sandwich tokens. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, now I'm on board. Give all my money. <laughs> That's a okay. Yes. Statue, yeah. Ah, uh, Professor Pickle save instead of tail save. That, <laughs> that would, I, I, Count I me in. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you again. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. you old Casey. (laughs) I I know. Get off my lawn. As for all of you lovely listeners, don't get off my lawn. Please come back next week for more The Sega Lounge when we'll have an amazing guest. So be sure to follow our podcast for that. Until then, have a great week. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge. Hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. A Mixed On Productions podcast.